Philippians 2, 1 through 11. So, if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. And have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks, Will. Um, you know, been been doing these Advent passages this week with Jason, and then I would say, you know, someone much better looking has stepped in <laughs> and uh, and is sitting in the seat now. Stop. Our own Will Carlisle. Um, but uh, this is obviously a very well known passage about Jesus, and particularly in verse seven, talking about emptying himself. Um, but there's so much going on in this passage. So what, what are your thoughts, Will? Absolutely. Well, you know, growing up, my, my mom formally invited my sisters and I to be a part of an exclusive club that she created. And what club? It's called the Philippians 2 Club. Nice. Um, and, and so this was sort of one of the point passages of our, our home was to, you know, live in line with the Philippians 2 Club, you know, and to when I was pestering my sisters to yeah, yeah. do nothing from selfish ambition or her conceit, but, you know, look to their interests and not mine. Yeah. So this is something that I've heard for a long time, but as I've kind of grown up into, you know, adulthood, the most convicting aspect of this passage to me that has really rung in my ears in a lot of situations is to, to do nothing from selfish ambition. Mm. And that, that that's really convicting, especially, you know, we both work in the church and we, you know, I, I lead worship and, mm. and do worship music for a living and, and, you know, you work in discipleship. And so what we do on a day-to-day basis is, is, good by, you know, most standards, like it's good things to do, but that does not mean that it is pleasing to God. Hmm. You know, Hebrews 12 says that God's word is sharper than, than a double edged sword and that it, it, it pierces to, you know, it, it can discern our thoughts and intentions of the heart. And that is by what standard God judges us. And, and that's really convicting that God does not give us a new legal code in Christ that we have to follow. And so long as we follow that, we're good. But God models himself, models a heart posture 
that we ought to strive after, which is one that is emptying ourselves, humbling ourselves, Mm -hmm. and that in God's kingdom, the least is the greatest, and the greatest is the least. Right. You know, and this is not just a self-help passage. Mm. You know, you can do it, Will. Don't look to your own interests. Look to other people's interests. Focus on other people. I mean, that would be kind of the self-help thing. Like, this is really good advice. You need to do this. But the reason it's not self-help is because it goes on and it's it's basically saying that Jesus has provided the example of how to do this. And that's what he says mm-hmm. in, uh, what is it, in verse 2. He says, complete my joy by being in the same mind and having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Um, and so, sorry, in verse 5 is where he goes down and he says, have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. So mm-hmm. it's Jesus who came and actually gave us the yeah. example yeah of what it means to humble ourselves before our fellow men and women, before our brothers and sisters, Mm -hmm. and before our friends, before strangers that we meet on the street. We can humble ourselves, and we can have this this same mind that Jesus had in his earthly ministry to put other people's interests above our own. And the fact that he came and humbled himself, as it says in verse 8, to uh, humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. So the fact that he did that, he gives us the ability. So once we turn our lives over to Jesus, we surrender our lives to Jesus, then we're able to carry this out where we can put other people's interest above our own. Yeah. And we do it for, for the glory of God and not so that it somehow reflects well back on us. Yeah. And, you know, I think the... The highest thing that we can take from this passage is just a beautiful exaltation of Christ, not just a code of conduct. That's right. And, you know, I've been reading through Hebrews and the author of Hebrews talks about how Christ was, you know, kind of was made perfect through his obedience. Mm. And, you know, we we are so rightly amazed that Christ was born holy. You know, he was born free of sin, but he wasn't free of temptation throughout his life. Hmm. And yet he was perfectly obedient to the point of a cross, to the point of death and just utter humiliation. And what a beautiful savior to serve, you know, one, one who became obedient to the point of death and is now seated at the right hand of God with all creation um, under his glory. Yeah. And I, I would point out in this passage as well, the word humility and humbled, he humbled himself. Yeah. Um, this, I would, I would dare to say that the humility of Jesus is the most foundational characteristic of Jesus. Yeah. I, I think some well, would, some would suggest that love is the most fun, fundamental and foundational character of Jesus. And so it's kind of a chicken or the egg thing. Sure. But I would, I would, propose that mm. it actually takes humility in order to love someone. You actually have to to place yourself in a humble stance before someone in order to love them. And so um, in in that sense, I would say that the humility of Jesus is the most foundational characteristic of Jesus. So when when we are taking on the humility of Jesus, I would say we are most foundationally and fundamentally being like Jesus himself. Well, and you can argue that Jesus says that, you know, and that's kind of the whole thesis of gentle and lowly, which just kind of swept the 
the evangelical yeah. world. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But, you know, Jesus says, come to me for I am gentle and lowly of heart. And that lowly yeah. is the same word as humble a lot right. of times translated differently. That's right. So, yeah, absolutely. That's great. Well, a great passage to uphold Jesus. And obviously after his humbling, uh, God has highly exalted him and given him the name that is above every name that, that at his name, um, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess. Amen. And this is the this is the Jesus that we serve. Amen. And um, so uh, we just praise him during this during this Advent season, all through the year, but especially during this Advent season as well. So for Will Carlisle, I am Barrett Fisher. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.